0: Good afternoon, Willimantic and Windham. It's Tuesday, January twenty-third, and you're listening to the neighborhood. This is Anita Sebastian with my co-host Ernie Eldridge.
1: We're here at the radio station. Yes, we with are. Matt and a guest, and uh, which is great. And we're going to be fifty degrees by Friday. Do you believe this? Here we are, thirteen the other morning, and we're going to be fifty degrees come Friday. I don't know. I guess that's New England. Is that what they say? That's what England? they say. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow morning, folks. Uh, On Wednesday morning, just be a little bit careful. They said it could be a little bit dangerous out there, a little bit icy, whatever. But anyways, we'd like to thank uh, uh, Casella Waste for uh, sponsoring our show, and Matt Behind the Dials that always takes care of us uh, like nobody does, except maybe my mom. My my mom does. Hi, Mom. And uh, for Willie Radio for allowing us to have the show on here on 1400 AM and 95.3 FM. We have a special guest tonight. And a lot of people, it's amazing, uh, it isn't amazing, I shouldn't say it that way, a lot of people ask us about the Wyndham Inn, and they think because we're hysterical, I mean historical people, that they think we know everything. And believe me, I don't know a thing. That's why I was the mayor of the town, because you don't know anything, you're all set, people hire you. But anyways, uh, we're here tonight, and uh, the person in the know is here with us, and um uh, we, uh, before the show, we talked a little about what we we're going to talk about, and uh, we, we left it kind of dead because Matt says, you got 10 seconds, that's it. So Anita, why don't you introduce our guest, and then we'll go right in, right there at the beginning where we left off at, we were trailing off. Go ahead, there. So
0: we're here today to talk about a landmark in Wyndham Center. It's been there since, mm, at least the 17, early 1780s. And is better known as the Wyndham Inn. And the person that we have sitting in the chair next to us is Gwen Bruno, who is the president of Wyndham Preservation.
1: We got it right? Yes, you did. All right. Very good. Just, just get a little bit closer to the mic there, if okay. you would, Gwen. But anyways, um, we were just discussing how... Uh, you were just saying that the Windermere was like eighteen something, and uh, but it it has on the door or on the wall seventeen something. So just kind of explain that a little bit, if you would.
2: Well, we've done some research, and part of this uh, research actually we've acquired through a structural assessment that was performed uh, by Cirrus Engineering, uh, and and uh, it, it it's interesting because the the Winderman Uh, The building that we know now, a lot of people believe it was built in 1783. Um, The current brick building actually dates to 1827. And that is the earliest part of the current configuration. The L um, uh, along North Road dates to between 1837 and 1860. And the uh, the apartment in the back, (laughs) apartment number seven. Uh, it was actually a, a storage barn, and that's dating to about 1890. Now, on the land that the Windham Inn now occupies, there has been an inn. We've traced it back to about 1750. Uh, there's there's been buildings on the property prior to the Windham Inn. Uh, the Old Fitch Tavern occupied that property, and. Um, the earliest records of the inn, I believe, date to about 1755. It was owned by the Fitches, uh, Mercy, Mercy Fitch, her, her husband, and her son, and it was called the Old Fitch Tavern. And it, it, the records describe it as a um, as a basic, um, rustic structure. Uh, the The Old Fitch Tavern. Was eventually sold by Widow Fitch, She became a widow i 'm not sure who purchased it, but we believe the Windman got its current name from the new owner. Okay. It stopped being yeah the, the fish Fitch
1: tavern. tavern right now did a part a part of the fish tavern go somewhere else? I mean was it towed somewhere else or or because you're saying this is a brick building, so this was, must have been built. New as a brick building in yes. 18-something, is what you're saying?
2: Yes, part of the uh, original foundation to the Fitch Tavern uh, and one of the chimneys uh, now uh, comprise the, the Windham Inn. So if you're looking at the Windham Inn, there's two chimneys. There's one, there's one on the right and one on the left. The one on the right predates the current building. So when they ex- expanded, expanded the old Windham Inn, they, or the Fitch one. The Fitch one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when they expanded, they the the original building was was clabbered. So when when they expanded, they used parts of the Fitch Tavern, and we do know for a fact that they used the east chimney.
1: Okay. You you were just saying that, that you found the original cook uh, uh, fireplaces. Yes. Am I am I going correct? Is that yes. the correct term?
2: Okay. Yes. I. I. I love fireplaces and i often wondered if the original uh, cooking hearth was still there Uh, and i I always pinpointed if it was there to the spot actually where we found it Uh, we are now working with uh steve marshall known professionally as historic house guy and he's leading our restoration efforts uh and i asked him i said do if it still exists, do you think it would be here? And he said, he took a look around. He says, yeah, I think you're right. So during a a, a recent cleanup campaign, we took down the kitchen cabinets, and sure enough,
1: there it is. There
2: it is. Isn't that great? Yeah,
1: that's fantastic.
2: And so, do you know the the <coughs> crane is still intact, uh-huh. and it had a pot still hanging on it. Sure. Well, Elizabeth.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure Elizabeth Shaw is making a stew there or something. I mean, every <laughs> night, I'm sure you know in that in that. Uh, Old fireplace, that's for sure. And I know most people know who Elizabeth Shaw is yeah. there. She's yeah. the one that, you know, still haunts the inn from yeah. what we understand, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she still haunts the inn. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. People can go to the website and actually see p- pictures of the reveal. We found a skull, not a human skull, uh, an animal skull. So we don't know if what was cooking at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Always cooking, I love it. There's a the the original mantle is grain painted, and there's enough of a ghost so that we can we know we can recreate it. There's also a uh, brick oven, a bake oven. Okay. To the right. Well, that's fantastic. It, it, it's a beehive. Um, a beehive I'm oven, be- and it's unusually large, which would indicate that it had a commercial use. That's right. partially deconstructed because they built a very Victorian pantry and they just kind of smashed it but there's enough there to reconstruct so um yeah we we're going to put that on the list of uh of goals
0: right i mean being it a, being a, a tavern or an inn they would have baked a lot of things mm. so they would have needed a, a larger bake oven than just in a normal home mm. yeah
1: now so that is probably the earliest part of the inn yes. right now is what you're talking is that oven that that fireplace and the rest of it is gone where somewhere else and, and they built around us what they did so mm-hmm. but i know you've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of restoration on the on it and yes. uh, i guess you've been successful getting grants and, and yes. different things for it which is good but I, we had noticed mm-hmm. Anita had was saying about the roof was uh, was uh, being done am i correct
2: yes we we re-roofed the front of the inn uh, of the main building, the brick building. Uh, we're pa- preparing to re-roof the back, uh, but we need to do some some work on that. Um, there is a scissor truss that was sheared. Uh, we don't know exactly why. It appears, we don't know for sure, that maybe 120, 30 years ago, someone thought it was a good idea to cut it in order to hang a chandelier. <laughs> 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 so the walls are kind of the walls on the L are moving apart. So, so what what uh, Steve Marshall uh, has done? He's known professionally as the star House guy. Uh, he's strapped the beams, um, and we have a come along. So we we adjust it, and it's slowly pulling mm-hmm. the walls back into shape, into into place.
1: No, is this the brick part of the building also, or is it wood? It's a brick part of the building, right? This
2: is this is in the L.
1: And the L. So is the L wood,
2: or it's brick? a it's wood. It's right, now it was a, a previous owner vinyl sided it, but there's of D. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay.
1: and they, they will be. That's restored. where that fire escape was was falling off of, or something like that, on the back side of the building. Like, yes, right? there were okay. fire
2: escapes. Yes, yeah, some of them are gone. Um, yeah. Our goal is to have all of them gone as the building is restored. Yeah,
1: well, one of them holding up that crazy wall that you got over yes, in the post is. office. That's for sure. I guess it is. Let's yes, put it that way. Yes. No, we
2: can't remove that one right. now. Uh, but that, that that will be addressed. We've had, um, as I said, we've had Cirrus Engineering. Do a thorough investigation and a report, and they said that, that the Inn is in remarkably good shape, that there are structural issues, but they are isolated, and, they're, and they can be addressed. And so what we're doing with the grant funding that we're getting is we're trying to knock these out one by one. Um, you know, we're making interim repairs now uh, for the, the, you know, main structural repairs. We would be working um, with an engineer and they would you know, engineer specifications. So as we get grant funding, we do we do more restoration. Uh, and and we continue to apply. We've applied for the uh, community investment fund. Um, our reuse was approved, but not funded because community investment fund likes to see shovel ready projects. <laughs> and we're just not shovel ready. We're still collecting documentation. Um, so uh, we've applied for a planning grant that will allow us to accelerate the documentation, the bid specs, and everything else in order to become shovel-ready. So we're, we're, we're really hoping uh, that that grant comes through, but we're we're not sitting around waiting for grant money to come in. With whatever money we raise or through donations, we continue to work on the end. We've got a lot of um, We've got a lot of volunteer help, a very high caliber volunteer help, willing people to to come in. So we've we've done an awful lot. I'm
0: sure there are a lot of people who wonder about the wall that faces the post office that bows out. And why haven't you done something about that right away? Some people think that it's immediate, it's dire, it needs to be done.
2: Um, And obviously, that's not the first thing on your list. And why is that? Well, that that's going to be a very expensive repair it will take engineering specs uh when we had the structural assessment done uh the engineer and we used cirrus engineering uh beth ackley is known in preservation circles she's a subject matter expert um she said that and it was her words the end is in remarkably good condition even with the bowed wall it's not immediate it's 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 settled in place to the point where um, it doesn't need immediate attention, but it, she thinks it should be addressed within the next one to three years. So that's that's our goal. And, and what caused it? Do you know what caused it? Uh, or do you speculate we, what it, caused it? <laughs> <laughs> it right. <laughs> uh, it appears that uh, the main reason, uh, and again, this came from the report, is that someone attempted egress uh, and never properly shored up. The opening that they made and which caused the wall to buckle. They feel, uh, and according to the report, the, the, uh, secondary, uh, reason why this may be buckling is the fact that the fire escapes were buckled into the, were bolted into the brick and, and there was water penetration. So those are the two reasons given. Now we've been in touch with former owners. We're and, and former renters where there was never a bulge so this happened relatively recently
1: i always remember it uh, having a
2: bulge I don't know why but i guess uh, but
0: it's relative to the age of the inn <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we guess because there were so many oil tanks in the basement and they most all of them seem to be professionally decommissioned mm-hmm. we believe that to get all the oil tanks in the basement that's what they did and, and it's 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 a professional guess,
1: but I... Now, now, you had said that you have a certain amount of plans, but you've got to get it all together so you get some grant for it. But you you were thinking about some apartments is what you were thinking on the second and maybe third story and on the bottom. So you, know, you said you've taken out walls, and go ahead, do uh, on that thought. Let's put it that way.
2: Yes. So uh, w- when we had a feasibility study commissioned, uh, we wanted to know what the most economically feasible re- reuses for the Winderman would be. Um, and and they said, is there anything off limits? And I said, no, not really. We want to understand. We don't ever want it looking like this again. We want to understand what will work. So we commissioned uh, Crosskey Architects, excellent firm. They've also done some work down Main Street with supported housing. Okay. Um, they they did an extensive Feasibility study, and they came up with three reuses. We selected reuse uh, number two, which is a combination of housing, um, WPI flex space, uh, and a community community center. So, we're going to the, the inn will actually have community space that we could use for community uh, um, events uh, that we can use, the library could use it, uh, local groups. Um, and, and it will be available, and we'll be able to return the inn again to to serve the community.
1: I know that the uh, the library had often expressed. Uh being part of it and, and probably because they need a bathroom for yes. one and maybe they need overflow space for two you know like you're talking about how you know a, a space for people to come in from the community let's put it that way like so w-
0: when they have book a book club or they have an author come to speak or whatever right yeah
1: right so but yeah. that that would be that would be wonderful now I know that there's yes. probably challenges with the, the septic is there not or or is that fairly Easy to remedy, or
2: uh, we 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 are speaking with a consultant right now, uh, and we're we're taking a look at what we have now. What we have seems to be intact, mm-hmm. um, and and it's it, and the plumbing from the basement out to this two holding tanks. Uh, from what I could det- and again educated guests just from research and from speaking with former owners and renters. I believe the leach field bailed about 1990. And in order to continue using the land and yes. the building, the town allowed the then current owners to uh, use just just the holding tanks. Sure. And the holding tanks were pumped. Uh, according to Matt Verdefe he found some documentation down downtown uh, that the two holding tanks were pumped twice a year. So we're hoping we and can. And there was quite a few
1: apartments in there at that point in time. I would yes, think seven so. Seven apartments. You know, if you're only having a couple, three, you probably could deal with it if you had to. Let's put that way.
2: I, I don't. Well, I'm not a sanitarian. I, I, I don't see why not. So we're looking into whatever we can uh, do as a solution. But it's not a rule out. I mean, there there are options. There are definitely options. They may not be. Inexpensive, but it's um, it, it, the, the, there are I, without going into detail because I I, I don't. Yeah, I'm sure there's
1: some things you can't go there yeah. that way. I understand. Yeah. So, anyways, now you own the house on the other side of the post office, which is part of. Well, it isn't part of the in property, but it is kind of the pro property part of the in property at all. So, but does has the group or anybody expressed interest in buying the post office or at all or not, or has it been has it never came up for? My understanding is the guy that owns the post office owns quite a few different post offices from what I understand. I'm not sure whether it's the same gentleman or not, but he likes to buy post offices is what he does, so. (laughs) I Uh, heard
2: that too. Yeah, that's what
1: I heard, that he likes that too, so. But uh, that would be a perfect addendum, is that a correct term, you know, to the inn, let's put it that way. I'm sure that there's going to be challenges as far as parking and things like that from time to time, but.
2: You know, the inn had parking. We uncovered the parking signs. uh, I spoke to former renters who showed us where the parking spaces were. They even said that, that in order, um, they they let the uh, they let the grass grow the former owners over the leach field so nobody would park there. Oh,
1: okay. Uh,
2: so, I, I know there are people who felt that their the challenges are insurmountable.
1: No, I, I don't think so. I, I can remember, I thought it was in the deed or something that you could put a, uh, 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 so many horse teams through there. And you had a, such a, 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 what do I want to say, uh, a, a way to get in and out, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. you know, So type of thing. So I guess we're down, geez, it went quick. We're yes. down to our last two <laughs> minutes is what it is. So anything you want to offer, how, how can people donate? How can people be part of it? How can people do whatever?
2: Uh, well, Wyndham Preservation, Inc. is a nonprofit. Uh, our, our email address is WyndhamPreservationInc.org. Uh, we are on Facebook. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, one of our other board of members handles that. I, I, try not to go there. Uh, but feel free to visit the site. Uh, you can donate, uh, right on our webpage. You can become a member. New members get, get, um, Wyndham, Mugs um uh, if you're interested in volunteering your time to help us clean up at the end uh, and and do restoration work uh, please send us an email um, Our email address is on the website it's also on the Facebook site it's Wyndham Preservation Inc at gmail.com uh, and we we would love to hear from you
1: sounds pretty straightforward sounds like people can find you pretty easily yes. so as she said there was gwen said there was lots of pictures of different things that have been happening lately
2: yes you know, so. yes we have pictures yeah. of the uh of the of the uh cooking fireplace reveal and uh all the uh recent news you
1: need to get us out of here we're down to our last uh, 30 seconds
0: <laughs> tomorrow night don't forget it's tavern night at the Wyndham Historical Society, the Jilson House, at 5 o'clock. And we're going back to, uh, what, the 50s and the 60s, eh, I believe. Elvis. Ain't Elvis. nothing about a hound dog. Uh-huh. Get us out of here. This is Anita Sebastian for our special guest. Gwen Bruno from Wyndham Preservation. My co-host, Ernie Eldridge, wishing everyone out there a great week in the neighborhood. Sweet dreams, Bunky. Okie dokey, Loki. I mean, night-night, Cookie Puss. And Sweet Pea, we're coming home.